Chapter 1 Anna breathed a sigh of relief as she placed the last of her things into the giant suitcase. She tied a colorful scarf around the handle. The day had finally dawned for her to journey to the homeland. She hardly slept the night before, too anxious to rest peacefully. The blazing sun outside seemed to match her mood and the excitement she felt knowing she was returning to Italy. The sweet sound of the birds chirping in the trees nearby welcomed her to this glorious morning. She paused to take in the feel of the brisk March wind, so common in New York, and the smell of the first flowers of spring just beginning to emerge from the earth. They still have a way to go, Anna thought. And so do I. Her brother Rocco would accompany her on this trip. And as the limo pulled into the driveway, they glanced at each other and said, Well, this is it. After snapping a few photographs in front of the limo, they settled into the back seat and were headed to the airport. Anna's husband Dino arranged for the limo service. One of his friends owned a limousine company and offered to supply Anna and her brother with transportation to and from the airport. They settled into the limo for the three-hour drive to John F. Kennedy Airport in New York City. The driver was very talkative, pointing out certain landmarks on the way and sharing in their excitement over the trip. They arrived at JFK amid a flurry of activity, and for just the few minutes they stood outside the terminal, Anna was sure that someone from every country in the world passed by them, either entering or exiting. She thought it must be like that every day there. After checking their luggage, they had about two hours to kill, so they grabbed a bite to eat and waited for their flight to board. This would be Anna's first transatlantic flight in over 30 years. She traveled with her friend Nancy the last time, and before that with her father and brother Marco. And then she was just a young woman fresh out of high school. Her father, Luigi Padula, was born and raised in Italy, in a small mountain town called Monte Muro, in the province of Potenza. And he kept his vow to bring each of his children to his hometown to experience their heritage firsthand. The memories from that time long ago still lingered in her heart and mind. And she smiled as she remembered her father's joy at introducing her to the country of their ancestors. Anna knew there would be movies shown on board the plane to help pass the nine-hour flight. She and Rocco didn't expect to be offered a snack, dinner, and breakfast, and the food was actually delicious. The new planes had small screens on the back of the seats, so each passenger could watch what they want or just listen to music, controlled by their own personal remote. Anna recalled her first flight to Europe with her father in 1979 and noted how many things had changed since then. But the journey over the ocean was still the same, long and uncomfortable. Overall, the flight was pleasant though. Also displayed on the screen was a map of one's journey, in this case, from New York City to Rome. Anna watched as the little airplane on the screen grew closer to Europe. And when she noted their arrival time would be in 30 minutes, the butterflies in her stomach fluttered out of control. She thought of all the planning that had gone into this trip, including the uncertainty about whether she should go at all. She struggled for months with her decision, constantly questioning herself. Is this a good time for me to take a trip so far away?
Should I wait until my children can come with me? Do I have the energy? Can I afford it? And shouldn't I be saving for retirement instead? Her brother was ready to go at any time. He just waited for her to make the decision. Anna weighed all the pros and cons, and in the end, she figured now was the perfect time to travel. She told Rocco she was in, and now here they were, about to arrive in Rome. It was cool and rainy as they touched down at Rome's Fiumicino Airport. But Anna and Rocco hardly noticed. Stepping off the plane, Anna had only one thought in her mind. I'm home.